And we're finally, we finally got here. We finally oh. got here. Are we, are we actually live? We, we're live now. <laughs> now we are. I just, I just spent half an hour fixing my internet to, to, for us to be here. So thanks, Connor, for bearing with us there. That's okay. I love how Aiden's like, um, <laughs> blessing me. He's like, we can start early if you want. I'm like, yeah, all right. Uh, getting a little early. <laughs> just sat here. That's fine. I kept myself uh, occupied. Internet access is a thing. I could. Oh, I was just watching YouTube. Oh. Yeah, that was That's it. Cute. Nothing That's interested. Awesome. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> nothing that interesting. We are in a lockdown, which ends tomorrow. So, um, couldn't really do much lockdown. today. It's a fucking lockdown. It ends ends tonight at twelve. Um, technically tomorrow, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's a long weekend. So that sucks. There goes our long weekend. Back to work tomorrow. Just when the lockdown ends, just in time. There you go. You gotta love it. Banging, banging, yeah. So we had like a a, a snap three day lockdown just because there was a couple of people that taste uh, tested positive for the good old, the good old virus we all we all know and love so much. Um, good old Rona. And and so we we've been in lockdown since fr- uh, Friday yeah. midnight. So Friday Saturday night, yeah, yeah. Masks yeah. and everything. So that's. That's been lovely. It's been cool. Um, I know a lot of people listening will probably be into this. So uh, I've got a revelation to give you, Connor. Something that I've spent my lockdown doing. Okay. I haven't told anyone. Okay. It's a secret. Oh, okay. So I've told everyone that uh, I smashed through Falcon and the Winter Soldier in a day in lockdown. Uh-huh. Um, it was okay. It was all right. It, it was, was all right. Yeah, I liked novel, it. It was okay. You know? It was okay. Um, yep. But I keep getting into all these arguments with Dylan online about okay. um, like all the Marvel movies and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I like I kind of do it for a laugh, but I'm also sat there like, well, to be honest, a lot of these movies I've not seen in like eight to ten years. Like all these Phase One films and yeah, um, Phase Two. I definitely I think most of them have only watched at the cinema and haven't watched them since. And yeah. same same with all of them really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I've smashed through. Oh wow! All of Phase One except wow. for the Avengers. Okay, um, so you're gonna past, do a whole rewatch? I guess. Um, yeah, well, I <laughs> we'll see. You're pretty much there. We'll Isn't there like three I, phases? I, yeah, they just yeah, started I think the fourth up to one. Four now with the shows. Yeah, four but started like, with One Division. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, phases. it was. They mean it was fucking so nothing. So I watched like all of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think I watched five of them like in one day, and then I watched the sixth one the following morning, and then from that I went straight on into Cap, uh-huh. the first first Avenger. That's a pretty um, cool way of uh, doing it. How it all started. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Yeah, that's um, how it all started. And then I jumped onto, for some reason, I jumped onto Thor and mm-hmm. then Iron Man 2 because I did watch Iron Man like a month ago. Yeah, um, I remember. And then this morning I watched The Incredible Hulk. Oh. Amazing. Oh. Amazing. Oh. God damn. <laughs> um, so I, I'll probably hit up Avengers either later tonight or, or tomorrow at some point. Um yeah and then i I always do these things like i was going to do a nolan thing as well where i was going to rewatch all of nolan's and i bought a box set for like most of his movies and i i watched the first three and then i didn't continue i always do this shit i always yeah. do it with movies start and not finish i get that i'm mm. i'm waiting on um <clears throat> sorry i'm waiting on um mitch to get back from fifo because we're all gonna watch i've never seen lord of the rings i've watched the hobbit but i've never seen lord of the rings oh so I, uh we're gonna watch that together all three of them i'm pretty much the same with that um yeah i i have watched them on on a plane but it yeah. was like shit like it was shit I've seen and I, bits. I was barely paying attention i've obviously seen bits and pieces like my dad watched it in the uk um mm. and like 
I was like walking in and out of the room and I saw bits and pieces. I, I watched maybe half of the first one years ago. Yeah. Back when I was reading The Hobbit at school. And I was just way too young to even give a shit. Like, I was like, oh, talking scenes. Mm. What is this? So like now, now I've now I actually, now I actually love film. Where's Unit? Yeah, where's Unit? Where's Unit's theme? <laughs> <laughs> just, there's no Unit anymore. Tribunal fucked in, hates it, clearly. Um, I just the only Unit I get is from there. Big Finish. Big Finish liked my comment <laughs> the other day. Finally, Woo! some love from Big Finish. They hate me. Don't hate Connor. Yeah, they hated me and now they love me. Apparently, <laughs> and they don't want to reply to me when I tag them in something. But they happily like my comment. So that's lovely. Fine, it's okay. Um, I'm gonna watch the two part, the two angel part. Fucking hell, can't speak. I'm gonna watch the angel two parter after this. Because oh, cool. I've had a bit of a shitty weekend. And I just want to escape into some see them off it and. Yeah, <laughs> it's very like, escapey. Just, just escaping to see them off it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I never liked it much as a kid. So mm. I'm interested. I haven't watched it in years, so I'm interested to see what I think. Um, I think, I think it's a cool story. I might like it a lot more this time. Mm. Yeah, I think it in ages. Hey, yeah, what I wouldn't have say? seen it in, since I think about 2017. Wow. 20, Wow, you really you have been waiting on these episodes. No, 2015. Wow. 2015. That's fucking mm. ages. That's like six years. Yeah. I know this because Dude. um I remember I was binge watch well not binging it, but I was watching through from the start um before I went on, you know, that trip I did to the UK. Yeah. Um Yeah. And then I remember I got back and I was up to the doctor's wife and I was just like, I can't be bothered with it anymore. So to be honest, there's gonna be episodes in season six uh in season six that I've probably not seen since about maybe the year or the year after they came out. Like, wow. So that's wow. going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. It's really nice rewatching them, especially in order. I mean, some people are yeah. so, I, I sometimes worry just from like a podcasting standpoint, if like we're discussing episodes and people aren't really sure what scene we're talking about, but I got a few reviews this week and people are like listing character names and like story mm-hmm. details. And I'm like, holy shit, you like, you like know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, maybe people do actually, um, full on know everything about episodes. And I think that's quite, it's quite a testament to the show. I mean, we know, we know everything mm. we know of episodes. We know a lot to say, like, like you said, then like the doctor's wife. Like I haven't watched that in years, but I could tell you a lot about it. Like you know, yeah, who writes yeah. It, like what happens in it, favorite scene. Yeah, same. So yeah, just because we haven't watched them in ages doesn't mean we don't know anything about them. Um, but mm. yeah, I don't know. It's been a good week for um, people writing in and uh, got quite a few people liking the. I think we're on sixty followers now, sixty-five maybe. That's awesome. Something like that. Yeah. So we got quite a few people this week joining the army. So thank you. Yeah. We love you lots. 50, thank you for subbing. The 50% army. Is that what we call them? Kind of. I, I got we my need a dad's, more original name. My dad's cousin's son. Uh, he lives ages away. He lives in like a different state. I'm not sure which one. I think Sydney. And I saw him ages ago, like two years ago, like a family party. I rarely go and see my Australian side of the family and he's rarely home, but we just happened to cross paths. And um, he's like, I gotta ask you about Doctor Who because that's my thing as like a kid. Everyone knew I was a Doctor Who kid. Mm. He's like, gotta ask you about Doctor Who. And it was this was just when like season eleven had come out. And I was like, gotta admit, yeah. I'm not really a fan. Like, but if people like you, that's that's fine. Um, 
and I got into like a massive debate with someone at the party. Not not the not my dad's cousin's son. Like he was on my side about about not really loving it. But there was this guy there who like completely hated my opinion about it. But anyway, it, it was that it was that guy's birthday recently. My dad's cousin's son. And um, I messaged him and I was like, look, just to let you know, I'm not trying to plug my show, but I know you're a Doctor Who fan, so here's, mm. if you want to watch it, here's here's this. And um, he's like, are you on the Chibnall episodes yet? And I'm like, nah, not yet. <laughs> he's like, okay, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll tune in when uh, when you guys get to that, because I want to hear your opinion on that. And I was like, okay, cheers. But he, 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 uh, he, he listened to a few, so thank you to him. Um, it's been a good week for people listening, so this show means a lot to me, so thank you, everyone. Really appreciate you all. I'm going to stop being a soppy uh, twat now. I'm a a big fan. I'm a big fan of this and I'm a big fan of all the the talking we do with you guys. We we ran another poll over on Out50Doctor on Twitter. Mm. Um, And so I run the Twitter. Connor runs the Instagram by the same name, Out50Doctor. And uh, yeah, so head over there and and follow us if you don't already. And uh, follow or subscribe to this podcast as well. And then we we can listen to you every week. Or no, you you can listen to us every week. We don't... We don't want to listen to you, to be real. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Kidding. No, I love the chats. Uh, yeah, we ran a poll over on Twitter. That was uh, the best premiere episodes I thought would be a fun little poll, considering we're just on the 11th hour. That is good. Um, and so out of all 12 series of the revival, um, the 11th hour won. So that worked as a good little marketing ploy for at the end for me to be like, oh, by the way, we just uh, did a review of it. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Left that there. I, I voted Rose personally because of just more nostalgic sake, but definitely 11th hour mm. is the best written. 100%. Yeah. And, I, and I think one thing to remember with Rose is that it, it does set up... It's just everything. You yeah, know, it, just, it wouldn't be the show it is today without uh, Rose and, and Russell writing Rose and, and all that. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who voted Spyfall as well. <laughs> for our James No, team. no. Spyfall oh, really? won. Oh, did it? Oh, when I voted yeah. for it, I hadn't, I hadn't gotten any uh, votes. Yeah. So I was the first vote. Okay, yeah. it won. To be fair, those are probably two of um, Chib's best episodes, in my opinion. Woman Who Fell to Earth. I really do. I really think it's a solid episode. Um, and Spyfall Part 1 is just a wow, lot of fun, wow. I think. But but um, the master reveal, whilst unexpected and cool, is kind of shit. I really hate that. It's just like, <laughs> oh, hello. I can't run fast. <laughs> Guess I'm the master. <laughs> I love that. Hang on a minute. Weren't you supposed to be a, like, like they figure it out because yeah, they figure it out because it was like, um, yeah, it was like some meant to be some like Olympian runner or something. It's like, hey, well, if you could run, why the fuck could you not catch up to the plane, you lying dick? <laughs> Got but you. I, I love how the episode was like kind of themed, like when they do the the James Bond kind of score for it. That is really cool. That is really cool. I want to admit that did give me goosebumps. That was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, Sagan's good. He knows what he's doing. I, I, I feel. I think they just need to give him more moments to sort of pop a bit. You know, he just had the yeah. impossible task of taking over from Murray. Yeah, exactly. You know, so no matter like, what like, you do, if you take over from Murray, you're going to be wrong. Basically. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and the thing is, well, it's not even like it's not even like taking over from a doctor because a do- doctor only lasts like three seasons. Like Murray was there for ten oh. seasons. That was so long. Mm. That was so and long. And for a lot of people, that's the sound of Murray is the sound of the show. Yes. You know, because they, they wouldn't yes. have, you know, like you, not been exposed to that much Classic Who. Um, yeah. And, I mean, even for me, who've watched Classic Who, uh, they're, they're two kind of different shows to me. Um, and, 
Yeah, you've so always they, said that. They both come with their own soundscapes. And uh, so it was really surprising for me to hear, hear Sagan stuff as well. Even though I do love it, um, I just prefer Murray because it's more catchy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I do... I'm excited for a new season. Like, I think it's promising. Aiden's convinced that John Barham is coming back just because he's doing a BBC show. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. What other he BBC, did a BBC show sh- does he have he to go He did one with Joe Martin. For? He literally did one with Joe Martin. Yeah, and was he was great. He oh, maybe was great that wasn't, Maybe that wasn't, maybe that wasn't um, BBC. I don't know if Casualty airs on BBC. I think that's ITV. Yeah, I don't think that was BBC, but... So maybe but, it is. But... Apparently, he's in Cardiff. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I'm not opposed to being fuck, in it. The cheeky fuck. He put his little location tag as in California. And then it's like, he's definitely not in California. Yeah, no So, sure. it, it is a thing of like, why would he try and cover it up if it was just for another show, you know? Um, I'm pretty sure John Barham is the worst at keeping so, anything a secret when it comes to Doctor Who. He's so shit. It, it's <laughs> kind of funny like, though, as well. I'll just post this. Literally a BBC, <laughs> like, uh, what's she wearing? That, like, thing, like, around her necklace. Yeah, yeah. Like a necklace thing that has, like, your uh, your pass on it to get in, in our places. Uh, like, lanyard. It's like, come on, like, what? Everyone puts one and two together. I remember and before it, Fugitive... Um, <laughs> BBC America put out a trailer that was like, you won't believe what happens this week. And John yeah, Barron retweeted it. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when I see stuff like that, I'm like, why was I so surprised when I saw, saw him in the episode? I know. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? He's in it? Yeah, literally had like no Do interaction that. with the show ever. Like never retweeted anything. And then the one thing he retweeted. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I um I remember like seeing him retweeting it and being like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he was in it? And then and then he was, and I was still as mind blown. So, dude, it was good. that was that was the first. I gotta give Chivers this. That was the first time in the last time I can remember where I generally like jumped the fuck out of my seat. I was like, what? Like I could not believe what I saw. It's executed really well as well. The way like you hear it before you say it, and there is yeah. like a moment of like, is it? Yeah, surely, is that who I think surely that is? it's not. Yeah. And then by yeah. the time he says his last sentence, you're like, it is him. And then he comes in and he's like, you missed me, right? And it just like was so right for the for the fans. I think like just the way that your brain cognitively figured out if he's back. Yeah, that's I, great. I don't see why. Um, I don't see why he can't be in the new season. Why not? Yeah, hopefully he has more to do. Yeah, no shit. Maybe he's making Torture at 5. Mm. Wasn't the last Torture at Torture 4? Maybe, that'd four. be cool. He's like, oh, I'm ready to mm. do it again. Yeah, I would, that'd be pretty cool. That'd but be such a cool idea. To be honest, like I said to you, um, I, I'd, I'd much prefer, though, if they, they did Joe Martin as like the recurring character throughout the Chibnall run. You know? They should. She pops up for are. a couple of episodes a season. I reckon they are. Because like she got received so well. So I don't see why. Yeah, they got it. The BBC are probably like, you know that thing you did last season? That's the one thing people didn't complain about. Yeah, maybe you should... <laughs> maybe you should do that. <laughs> I don't think anyone liked Joe Martin. Like, no one had it. No one hated... Well, there are people who hate her, obviously. Mm. But that's just Doctor Who few. But, you know, it was normally... Even mm-hmm. even people who disliked Tribunal Zero were like, yeah, that was actually really cool. And I hate the whole Time of Vic- yeah. Not Time of Victorious. I hate the whole, like, Timeless Children thing. But she's definitely a cool 
thing that came out of it. Mm. Uh, totally. With peace and love, I do kind of wish that she was a doctor. Sorry, I said it. I, I hope it'll be cool if she's the next one. But let's not get into that right now. Today, what we are talking about is Skittles. Why? The Skittles Daleks, baby. Oh, are yeah, introduced in Victory of the Daleks. That is season Bow. five, episode wow. three. Wow. Which is um, written by Mark Gatis, the boy, <laughs> the boy. man who writes an episode a season, and usually they're not that great. Um, but, uh, and it's directed by Andrew Gunn. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 percent. Wait, where do I know that name from? Andrew Gunn. James Gunn. What? Yeah, James Gunn probs. Um, no, I think he's... Has he done more Doctor Who? I don't know. He's done some work with Andy Serkis. Um, he did some work on Life on Mars. Hey, um, I love that show. It's, it's not said what he's done for, for Who, though. Ah, yeah, oh, he did some... He did some Primeval. Oh, mm. I didn't favor it. Oh, you know, I love me some Primeval. So... Victory of the Daleks is the third episode of the fifth series of British science fiction television series Doctor Who, written by Mark Gatiss and directed by Andrew Gunn. I literally just said all of that, um, so I don't know why I just read it. Uh, Broadcast on the 17th of April 2010, in the episode, the Doctor, Matt Smith, and his companion, Amy Pond, Karen Gillan, arrive in London during the Blitz, where Winston Churchill in in McNeese... McNeese... has employed Ironsides, a scientific creation from Professor Bracewell, Bill Patterson, to be used as weapons in the war effort. However, the Doctor recognizes the Ironsides as his arch enemies. Why do I work here? Uh, the Daleks, who plan to destroy Earth by activating a device located inside Bracewell, an android. Dun, 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 dun. Bruh. Bruh. Should we jump into it? You lead the way, Captain. Okay. I like this episode, all right? And oh, my God, same. It. Really? <laughs> no, you didn't, did you? You didn't. No, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, great. I, I genuinely did. It got yeah. so much hate this week. People were reviewing it. And I was like, bro, come on. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Like, I used to hate it, I think. But I uh, I, I oh. kind of fucked it. This, I fucked it. I've, oh, well, I fucked literally it. can't talk today. I fucked <sighs> Victory of the Daleks. I've always really liked it. I've always thought it was such a cool idea. I love the idea of the um, the war rooms, the cabinet war rooms. Um, I thought that was awesome. I even wrote my own like fan fiction book once, like retelling the story of Victory of the Daleks, which is a bit cringy. Wow. If I had it, I would read it, but I, I it's literally gone into the. Did abyss, Amy Pond but... on the Doctor fuck? No, no. I don't know what the plot was, but like, um, it pretty much was the exact same plot. But I was just rewriting it and. I read it to my mom once, I think, and she kind of rolled her eyes probably because it was that bad. But um, it was like, <laughs> I did the, I, it was like, but like, you know, Victory of the Dust had already happened in the story that I wrote. So I rewrote it and it was like, instead of Churchill, it was like Churchill's brother. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't even have a brother in real life. Which <laughs> 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 is hilarious. So Your mom was like, like, Connor, we'll steer you away from the arts for the rest of your life. <laughs> Literally. I She read that line and I, 
Oh, yeah, I literally wrote, I remember just, uh, the one thing I remember writing is like, uh, the daughter's like, I know you, you're Winston Churchill. She's like, no, that's my brother. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's 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 the kind of narrative I'm going for here. But um, anyway, anyway, it starts in the cabinet war rooms. Uh, we get to see uh, everyone at work, which is really cool because this shit actually happened in real life, which is mm. an awesome thing that this actually happened, seeing humans all coming together. Um, and they say, we need to bring yeah. out the iron sides. And then they, they, uh, they show... They either went to the extent of making a little Dalek uh, figurine oh, so they could... Baby boys. Which I'm sure would have taken a lot of work, but they did. And then um, the Doctor lands, and uh, we get to meet Winston Churchill, which I think is one of the... It's like one of the best like um, uh, people we've seen do like a interpretation of a famous person. It's, it's, really, it's yeah. really accurate, which I think is awesome. Um, the only one that stands out to me... Um, of a, from from that is um, Charles Dickens is the is the only Dickens other really yeah, good one. it's like it's literally um, like kind of like yeah. picture perfect which is really cool, uh, and he shows oh, up. But we get we do get like Van Gogh this season and, and shit like that, which is which is cool. Yeah, so, Van Gogh's um, really good. Um, there's good ones to come, but yeah, but yeah, I'm glad. Like he comes back, he comes back in the uh, he comes back in the final briefly, and then he comes back in um, in Wedding River Song. Big finish. And big finish, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I, I also think his character's really cool. Um, I think it's like great casting. I like how he tries to steal the Doctor's TARDIS key instantly um, because yeah. um, he wants to use it to win the war, which is cool. I, I feel like Winston Churchill would do that. Um, I like how they haven't met since um, Matt's regenerated, so he doesn't. He's like, "Is that you, Doctor?" It's cool. I like that, and I like mm. how also they mentioned the the uh, the TARDIS is still new because he's like a month late, and the engines are still kind of getting you know getting the cogs going. Which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, little references yeah. to that is really, which is really sick. Um, and then they they go outside to the to the rooftop, and there's a great line which I thought was really, really well delivered from both Karen and Matt, uh, and the score was really somber as well. And I think it was great writing from, uh, from Mark Garrett as well. Mark. I I love when like they go outside and Amy's reaction to to London. And she's mm. like, she can't find the words, and she's like, it's it's, and then and then Matt says history. I thought yeah, that was a that great was really line. Good. I thought that, that was, was really a good. great line. I really. There was liked a little that. moment just before this as well where um, uh, they talk about the Daleks and the Doc. Oh no, this is just after, isn't it? Just after. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we get to that, one thing I want to mention is this rooftop mm-hmm. scene. I yes. always just remember um, another bit from the gag reel or a video diary or something like that, where um. I think Matt's filming or something and he like goes over and he like pans to Karen and he's like, Karen, what are you doing there? And she's like on her phone and they have this big deal and they make a joke and they're like, no phones on set or something. And in that whole scene, she has a phone in a, in a miniskirt pocket or something like that. Um, ah, yeah. okay. I just, I don't know. I just remember that the whole time, but that scene's good. Um, and I love the, the iron side shooting. Uh, Cause obviously the, the, for some reason, they're, they're doing an attack on the Blitz in the daytime, which I guess is a thing. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Um, but I always thought it was a nighttime thing because it was they like, then get, you can't see them. You can't see I them, think. yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's the point. Yeah. Um, and then you you get little Dalek boys exterminating and you hear it and you're like, oh, sounds like BBC's reused a few of the old sound effects. Yeah. Um, even though the episode's called Victory of the Daleks, so you probably would know. Um, and then you see I, an iron side. I guess, Good. like, do you think what they were going to go for this episode was like to get rid of the classic bronze Daleks, but they had so much 
flack. Totally. And I respect yeah. that completely. Even though they did a shit job at it, I respect them being like, okay, we do need to move away from this. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I got from it, which is cool because like everything's so different, but the bronze dialects are like noticeable. Um, mm. I like how it's... I like, I've always loved... I thought it was awesome how like the the Dalek has like the the Union Jack where like normally mm. it has that. I, I, I always thought... I might be wrong here, but every Dalek one's different. I always thought it was like the number of what Dalek they were when they got made. I always yeah, thought Yeah, I think it's their name. In, yeah, in their, or their name. Yeah, like Sek or like Khan or that kind of thing. But yeah, I love how it's a Union Jack and it's got like kind of like a... It's got like a brace over it where it can like have mm. stuff put into it. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and I, it seems to have like... It seems to have had like a bit of a... A sort of like an army tint to it almost like it's been spray painted yeah. which i thought was awesome i thought I, I, mm. I, I was fucking with it i was like this is sick um <laughs> the speech where like you know the doctor like goes up to him and is like you know what are you doing here you notice me and it's like i don't know who you are the doctor don't know who you are um mm-hmm. and uh yeah that that then he goes into try and convince everyone the darts to kill the machine and yeah we get that scene where um he asked Amy, like, you know, defend me here. The Daleks invade your whole world, which is really cool because it's obviously referencing Stolen Earth. Um, mm-hmm. Plus even stuff like Doomsday, like they've they've attacked Earth a few times. Yeah. Um, and Amy doesn't recognize. And you, I only know, I only found out the other day through Twitter where you can hear the mm. silence just briefly. That, that, is that awesome. silent sound, it was also in The Beast Below I picked up as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember wow. when it was, but I remember watching the Beast Below and being like, "Ah, oh, it's it's is there as well." That's mm-hmm. that stuff is awesome. Um, obviously, it's yeah. like the crack, obviously, and it's related to the silence, and they forgot totally. about the Daleks and stuff. How uh, how I've- good? Um, I know Matt obviously is just incredible. Um, in in general, but I I think it it in season five in particular, and I, I spoke about this um last week or the week before, um, and like he just Matt seems to have like a layer underneath what's on the surface with his performance that to me feels even more deeper than than it is with David the way he reacts to things the way he reacts to the Dalek and just like how incredibly angry he like he gets angrier and angrier sort of throughout the first half of the episode yeah losing until he loses his shit mm-hmm. and it, it's it's just really fucking good from him oh yeah mm-hmm. I think both him and Karen are like it, they really do a great job at just instantly fitting in the roles and just doing a fantastic job, which yeah. is like unquestionably would have been very difficult for them mm. after Matt, after David, sorry, and yeah. the just the, the Slayer of Companions that were all universally loved. So like you know it was mm. like it would have been very difficult for them. I. I, I really like it. There was a great shot where like Matt's talking to Churchill about the Daleks and Churchill showing him like the blueprints and stuff. And it's really cool. They really, the Daleks have really done their homework here. It's like, you know, it really does look like they've been invented by this guy. Um, it's a great yeah. shot where like, it's just a really close of like Matt's head and you can hear the Dalek going past and it looks at the doctor and it turns away and then, but it just keeps mm-hmm. on Matt's face and you can just see his eyes slowly like looking mm-hmm. to like, cause you can hear it behind him. Um, I love yeah. that shot. That was an awesome shot. Um, I <laughs> so uh, this got a lot of shit back in the day. Like everyone hated the fact that the Daleks were like serving tea and like delivering mm. books to people. Like, it's like on the some tea. <laughs> it's a bit of a meme, but like I love how it's like also carrying that like book that file on its sucker. And it's just it's yeah. just <laughs> it's just going around <laughs> on its sucker. It's it's kind of cool. I like it. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, Matt Matt loses his shit, which is uh, a crazy scene. It's what the Daleks wanted, I guess. They just needed like a voice. That part I didn't get. It needed like a voice thing, like yeah. I don't know why it's it's the Doctor's voice or, or something like that. It's a bit like like they need his testimony. Is kind of yeah. So he's like you know. I am the Doctor and you are the Daleks. Um, I do like how, I mean, the Daleks always can like scan like hearts and shit. So they would have known it was the Doctor. But it is cool that this is like the first time the Daleks have seen a Doctor with like mm. a new face for a while. Um, and they, they shoot the Professor. His arm gets like gets like shot off. Turns out, <laughs> he's, a, turns out he's a robot, mate. Who's shit, had like, son. just had memories implanted into his head. Um, I, I like, at this point, I'm really... I'm liking it. I think the whole cabinet war rooms was, was a really cool idea to set an episode. I think the setup is awesome. I like how yeah, yeah. that whole lead up to the to Matt having a freak out. I thought this was all really good stuff. Um, mm. And then for it to get revealed that obviously like they were not created by the professor. They were actually just the Daleks the whole time. I thought that was awesome. And then totally. the Doctor runs into the task. I like how he doesn't bring Amy uh, with him. Like he... It's the classic Doctor kind of just like thinking about himself and like running off. I like that a lot. And yeah. He was like, I'm going to do this I think, by um, myself. I don't know if it was this part or if it was later in the episode when he comes back and runs through. Um, but like, I'm the Doctor plays and it's just like a, it's like another slightly different rendition of it. I did um, notice that. I don't know. It was just mm. cool. I, I, I fucked. I fucked. It, you fucked um, it, yeah. Um, we also had the one ship survived. Oh, and, of course. And the, the, we love the it. Fucking sorcerer comes from behind the moon, which it's was like a cool behind shot, the moon, but it's so... and it's the classic design. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just it just makes no sense as to one why this ship so. survived because um, just all of them should have been destroyed. It wasn't a thing of like, oh, I guess they didn't shoot that one because that's not how bloody Journey's End ended. Journey's End no. ended with like the DNA of the Daleks exploding or something like that. Um, yes, and then. There's also what shit is it's the classic design of the exterior and then the interior is it's, is just yeah. like a fucking warehouse and a small warehouse for that. And I uh-huh. love how Matt comes in and he's like, he says something and he's like, oh, you've been damaged or something. Yeah, like, like they try and explain why they don't have the original set with like a shit one line and it just doesn't yeah. make sense or something. It really is like you can so tell it's, just, it's a fucking warehouse that they mm. just found in like Cardiff somewhere. It really There's is like little bad. fans on the roof. Legit. It's like, I guess the darts get a bit chilly, a bit hot, sorry. And it's like, <laughs> oh, we'll just need some fans. <laughs> oh God. It's so, it's so obvious. Um, I didn't yeah. like that. Uh, I like, I like how on earth, how um, keep buggering on was like a saying, which I think is a thing mm. that um, Churchill would say a lot. I like that. I like, I like how that, it's a good saying, keep buggering on. Hmm. Um, even for Doctor Who, I thought it was interesting they put bugger in there. Which I'm pretty sure bugger means like anal sex. I might be wrong, but <laughs> so an anal sex reference. I might be wrong. It definitely means it's definitely something to do with sex. So like that made me laugh. Interesting. Do you like the Doctor's jammy dodger? It's I a love bob. That. I think it's funny because it, it makes funny. sense because like the Daleks, I guess, until they scan, which they do do, don't they? Do do. Well, that was, fuck, that was immature. Um, but then it's <laughs> like, um, like just on looking at it, they would be like, oh yeah, that looks like a bomb. You know, like they're not going to know it's a biscuit. They don't know what they're a biscuit a jammy is. Dodger. But I was well, promised tea. tea. Apparently. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, 
So they just need the doctor's like testimony and stuff, which is weird. It's it's one of those things where it's like they do it so much. Doctor, it's like ah, oh, just just ignore it. it. There you go. It's like they're back. I guess the yeah. thing that makes the new darts come out, I guess, makes sense. Like everything's like, I guess this makes sense. You know, it's like whatever. Um, it's a bit odd, but yeah. So again, even more controversial this episode with the Daleks is the fact that <laughs> the Skittle darts come out and. I kind of hate this design. I really don't like it. They're fucking big. You know they're them massive fan, fans that I was talking about? They're in like... Um, so they're not just like normal ceiling fans. They're like air, air con fans. Like they're like in an air duct. Um, yeah. And like so the main... Almost. The only one that kind of looks good in this episode is the Supreme Dalek. Just because it's all white. Um, and it comes out. And it's so big that I'm I'm not kidding. I'm I'm pretty sure... If it moved a millimeter forward, I, I think they stopped it where they did for a reason, and that's because it couldn't go any further forward without touching that fan. Genuinely watch it, and then yeah. throughout the entire scene, you will just keep looking at how close it is to this fan that's dropping down its head. I don't know who wrecked this place and who gave the okay to to think that this was a good spot to film the Daleks. The ceiling is just so low. Um, in terms of the look of the Daleks... Uh, the Supreme Dalek, like I said, it's okay. Then the mm. other four just look shit. Um, I do really like in Asylum of the Daleks, they they bring back the blue one and the red one, um, and they they really dull the colors down, and they look really good in that. Like I, I I'd fuck with seeing them around a lot more. I, I don't know if you noticed that when you watched Asylum. No, I didn't. No, um, they that's the thing though. They kind of after they got flack in this season, they kind of like doesn't yeah one shows up like insanely briefly in like season six the dalek gets like a cameo but they're not in it so like, i feel yeah, like they yeah, were kind of like oh maybe we should like take a step back from the daleks and no, i didn't notice that um but yeah i'm kind of the exact same as you with it i'm like these don't look great they don't they don't really look great at all i hate the eye stalk the classic pov shot which is so classic mm. with the the blue is always so cool and iconic this one is like covers the whole frame and it's like got these weird things on the side that always move and it really bugs me and it's yeah, like yeah. It, it's almost like it's almost like got the, they've almost got like eyes of animals now it, mm. it's just odd it's just odd it's like you know it's like yeah, these don't look good it's, and they, they, yeah. it's like they've obviously they, they turned up like the they've turned up the tone by like 10 and like distorted Nick Briggs's voice <laughs> it's like we are the Daleks and they're like it's held one ship survived yeah one ship survived and it's like ah these are like so weird like they almost try to like it's like the saying less is more is so important in TV and film and I feel like they were like oh just make them massive now and this car this car this car this car like, kind of go a bit classic and like you know make them look like this and like you know give them more like an animalistic look and voice and it's like yeah. Yeah, it's not groovy. And they clearly like like I said before, they were clearly going for the whole like um like get rid of RTD era's design because they're like it's time to kill the filth and they like the Daleks shoot the bronze Daleks <laughs> and they just accept death because they're like, Okay, we're not the pure yeah. form Dalek anymore, so we can just just kill us and they just shoot them and then you're stuck with these five Skittles. And the next time we see them properly is, is in Asylum and they're just like best mates. The, the two different types of Daleks are just working together. You know? Who knew? Who knew? Well, <laughs> yeah. they, I mean, they briefly show up. They briefly show up again in uh, um, Pandora, but it's only three yeah. of them. It's like, it's like, what? I mean, yeah. I think Dylan said to me, I might be wrong. I think Dylan said to me that like, 
they're all meant to do different jobs, but they never made that clear. Like, I think one does this, one does that. But... I remember um, I used to get Doctor Who Adventures religiously. Um, my yeah, nana same. would send them over to me um, mm, and they made a massive deal about, no, like the new Daleks and they all do different things. So right. the white one is the Dalek Supreme. The red one is Dalek Drone. Um, and what? then I think... The blue and the orange one is like the strategist and the scientist. But I don't know which way around that was. <gasps> and I don't remember what the yellow one was. But there's never there's never a line that goes, and now we're the pure race with all different roles. Or the Doctor Who doesn't have a line that goes like, oh, so why is it different colors? Like anything happened here, folks? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, now we're all different this and that. They just, they expect us to buy a Doctor Who magazine to find this out. It's like, what? I assume one was the Supreme Dalek, but I mean, what is it? So it's it's white, green, no, white, red, blue, yellow, and green. Is that it? White, um, red. Wait, what did you say? White, red, red blue, orange, yellow, and green. Orange. That's it. They're, they're yeah, just not so quite, not quite green. They're not. They're not. Um, maybe I'm just colorblind. They're not. They're just mm-hmm. so weird. Do they have a name as well? They're like the Daleks from like the para- the paradigm Daleks. Um, I'm reading an interesting thing here. After re- after being ruled by two Emperor Daleks, um, and that's in the games, um, a parliament of the Daleks was formed, and then that's what we see in Asylum of the Daleks, led by the Prime Minister of the Daleks. What, what the fuck? Prime Minister of the Daleks, um, makes sense. The Prime Minister also promoted the Red Dalek drones to an officer class whilst returning the standard Dalek drone to the bronze design used in the last Great Time War. So, the Prime Minister of the Daleks brought back the gold Daleks, is what I'm hearing here in, in the Dalek lore. And the Prime Minister of the Daleks is who we see in, in uh, is in like a tube in, in the start of Asylum of the Daleks. Yeah, so I'm literally looking at it right now. Um, you're right about the different tones with the colour. I look a lot better. Yeah, yeah, they do look way better. I actually like, would totally be cool to see them in like a, like a proper... I don't know, like, based on the Siege story or... Um, you went to the experience, yeah? Yeah, so we got to see these bad boys <laughs> in person. Yeah, and um, they were really cool because I think it was there was, like, the blue one on, like, a stand. Um, in, like, yeah. and it was, like, a dark Dalek spaceship and it was, yeah. like, coming out. That was, like, a cool... Like, I always have wanted to see that. Um, and so it's a shame that they never gave it to us. They it never- says here. They never gave him another chance. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. It says here, so um, different colors represent uh, Dalek society. Red means drone. Blue is strategist. Orange is scientist. Yellow is uh, uh, eternal. eternal. And then white is supreme. Yeah, you're right. But they never... That's the thing, though. Like, they never, ever, like, <laughs> alluded yeah. to this. I had to hear from, like, you and Dylan and stuff. Oh, yeah. It says, despite small cameos and Pandora got opens in Asylum of the Daleks, they've all but vanished. So, yeah, the last time they showed up was Asylum. I know. They must have just been yeah. like, oh, okay, we kind of get it. They suck. So, we'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just stop they showing They don't suck. Them. They were upgraded to warrior class, according to TARDIS Wiki. Sorry, to uh, officer class. Uh, and then just go. Anyways. Um, so, from here, this is where the episode kind of went a bit downhill for me. Um I didn't mind the the Spitfires in space, even though it's dark. I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? It's I loved that. I thought that was sure. awesome. I loved it. It was fun. It was fun. Um, Danny Boy, who you told me was Mark but, Gaddis, I had no idea it was Mark Gaddis. Yeah, Danny Boy's Mark Gaddis. That's, that's <laughs> I literally put in our group chat 
with uh, Dan and Aiden and I, I was like, man, I love Danny Boyle. Like, he shows up once again and Good Man Goes to War, but I wonder why you never see his face. And you're like, it's Mark Gaddis. And I'm like, oh, shit. Of course it is. Can he write anything about putting himself in it? He's like, oh, I'd be great in this role. I'll put myself as Danny Boy. <laughs> he just um, shows up again in uh, Good Man Goes to War. It's hell of whack. That's cool. No, I liked it's it. fun. There's like... um. So for me, this is like, we're only two thirds through the episode. We should be really hitting up into the final act now. And then for me, this is where we just kind of lose all tension. Um, Mm. Once the Dalek reveal happens and because then they're like, nothing happens. And the Daleks didn't really want anything other than to make the new Daleks. That's like all that aim was. So once that happens about two thirds in, there's not much that happens other than just the bomb thing. That like Roosevelt, Ro- Roosevelt is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, Bracewell, Bracewell's a bomb. Yeah, um, and then that that's the only bit of like tension there is in the final act. And well, that's a technicality. Even then, like, yeah, and and even then, I, I was just sort of like, Amy's done fuck all this episode, really. Yeah. Um, and so it just felt like that was done there to give Amy something to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Chibbers, sorry, Chibbers, um, Churchy kind of gets chucked on the side as well like with amy just down on earth and they mm. you know, obviously they send the boys up to to do the to like shoot at the ship which again if you think about it, logistically makes no sense suddenly like they designed these ships that are just made to be up in the sky and now i can go out to space it makes no sense yeah. but it's really well. cool bracewell's like oh i have this idea for gravity bubbles and yeah doc- but it's like what like, all right you better get making them bracewell or uh, churchill says them or something like that um, and then, like in the next scene, they've got three of them, good to go. Yeah, literally, I don't know how they're they like made them so quick. Literally, they just get made so quickly. It's like what? That makes no sense. Regardless, though, I do think it was really cool what they did, and it was really well directed, and it was like an action film. It looked sick. I loved it. Was it. well directed, and I loved it. The CGI held up all right as well. Hey, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I really thought that was a cool scene. And then they have the technicality, of course, where like they shoot out the, um, they shoot out the thing, the the saucer on um, the Dalek ship, which is making the lights go up in London. They go off and then the doctor's like, that's it. You're not getting away from me this time. But then like, he has to go back to earth because the bomb is going to go off. Um, that was they good. Create... That, yeah. Especially how Smith plays that was, was really good. Mm. Yeah. It was like this whole thing where it's like, I could save everyone from the Daleks in the future or I could lose everyone right down on earth. And obviously the doctor always makes the right decision and goes and saves everyone. Um, that's the boy. Which, which I thought was good. But yeah, I do agree with you. There's like, there's literally no like, it's like, oh, what's really happening now? It's like, he has to go down. Um, I like in the end, it's Amy who saves the day because the doctor's kind of just being like, you know, he's, he's trying to like talk him back into making him feel like he's human again, but then like, it's not really working. And then Amy hmm. notices like, you know, a, the human side of him and, and, and dwells on that and it actually saves the day. So yeah, I think, Apart from her not doing anything in the episode, she does have that little bit at the end there, which is which is nice. Yeah, um, totally. Apart from that, though. Apart from that, not really anything else. Um, I do like the scene yeah. they have together where it's like, you know, I let the Daleks go, but she's like, but you saved Earth. And he's like, well, I've been Earth. was like, but you saved us all here. And he's like, for a second, he's like, that wasn't enough. And he's like, okay, that was enough. Like, I did, mm. I did okay. Um, yeah. He says no to a cigar, which I thought was funny. Yeah, they had a cigar before. <laughs> Uh, I have. I, I think with you, I want to say. Oh, yeah. The one I bought from Miami. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah, your Miami cigar. That's the one time I've had a cigar. 
Yeah, I have like a couple a year, like just just yeah. celebration. Have some uh, cognac and a cigar. <laughs> Normally at <laughs> birthdays and stuff. My birthday, I always get one. Have a, have yeah, a yeah. cheeky cigar. Um, Lovely. They're fun. They're nice. I like the doctor says no to a cigar. Uh, despite <laughs> the fact that Matt Smith used to smoke, by the way. I know this because he went on Craig Ferguson, who's one of my favorite late night hosts. Uh, he doesn't host anymore. Unfortunately, the awful James Corden took over, who is <laughs> in this season. <laughs> so I'm not a fan <laughs> of James Corden. I like James Corden to an extent. I love Gavin Stacey. He's like one of my favorite TV shows. But I don't think he's a great um, late night host by any means. But anyway, um, the person that James Corden took over from was Craig Ferguson and Matt Smith went on Craig Ferguson and said he smoked. Fun fact. Not anymore, though, I don't think. Oh, I always remember this story that Matt Smith told on um, Graham Norton's show. It always made me laugh. He was telling the story about once how he was, like, having sex in a uh, in a greenhouse and a wasp stung his, like, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he just got, like, start bollock naked, started having sex with this girl. I think it was his girlfriend at the time in a greenhouse. And then, um, yeah, and a a beast on his balls. (laughs) That is so funny. He like got like, like he just started freaking out because like something stung him, but he didn't know what. It was so funny. (laughs) That's a great story. I need to watch that clip. That would be hilarious. I've, you know what? I I've never been able to find the clip, but I remember watching it. I remember watching him on Graham Norton once and just like losing it, laughing. And it was quite, I think it was after he did Doctor Who, because it, I don't know, probably, BBC probably wouldn't have liked him to say that story when he was a doctor, but that yeah. nah, was funny. That's funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the episode just kind of ends. Um, I like how Churchill tries to steal the TARDIS key again, and, and Amy knows this is, that's, that's funny. Um, mm-hmm. Then they, uh, they're they like, all right, see you later. Keep buggering on. I like it. Uh, the mm-hmm. it, there was some nice character work. I thought that was good. And then they they the like, little scene in the end where Amy's like, "You still worry about the Daleks?" And he's like, "I'm always worried about the Daleks." I thought that was really cool. And it also sets up like the whole crack thing because he's like, you know, the the more scary thing he says is that the fact you don't remember them. That's not right. And they go away on the TARDIS, and then of course the the crack which is showing up everywhere oh. is you're gonna see it again. Um, obviously, it's the crack is pretty big in the next episode because it's at the end of the episode and stuff and. Yeah, yeah, it becomes like a proper plot point in the next one. Yeah, which always shot me as a kid. I was like, wait, they're addressing the crack already? I thought it was going to be like a final season thing. Like, Yeah, but I think it's good because if not, oh, like, yeah. if it was just like, if this was Russell writing it, it would have just been, we'd see the crack at the end of every episode. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. maybe like throughout the episode, it would be hidden behind a bin or something like that. Um, and you got to spot the crack each week and then it would yeah. all make sense in the finale. Uh, so I think Moffat was... Moffat liked to tell his stories not just with a premiere and a finale. Like, he liked to sort of tell it throughout the show. Like, obviously, we, we have things like Good Man Goes to War. I know that's like a mid-season finale, but it's still like like a, a, mid, a mid-season big bombastic event. And um, that needed to happen before oh, the Wedding of River Song. Bruh. Um, bruh. So, he, he's really good at that. And, and it's like how... Um, like in series 10, the whole thing with the vault that you, you'd think that was going to be the series long arc, but then it gets revealed in episode six, who's in the vault. Um, and then we have like a three part story in the middle of the season. I just like that Moffat likes to shake up the normal structure of a season. I think it's quite good. Mm, yeah. You know what? I was really, I was like really wanting to watch some Peter this week. I didn't, mm. but man, I was really, 
I'm really keen to rewatch his era. I think that's the one yeah. I'm most looking forward to, re- especially like season ten. I feel like Bill mm. Nardo and the Doctor is actually a really cool. It was I think I was I'm really against. Love it. Yeah, back in the day, I was like, this is such a stupid idea. But when I watched it, I was like, I, I like it, but I didn't love it. But then now I'm like rewatching a few little clips here and there. And I'm like, damn, this actually looks really cool. Yeah. And I, for me, that's Peter at his best throughout that entire season. Oh, um, yes. And yeah. and I just love, I love the look of it, man. It is so colorful. Like, yeah. so colorful. And yeah. I'm so keen for that. I'm excited. I really am. I, I, I even just that, that like, that uh, the two part final season ten were enough in time and uh, Doctor Four was like I'm I'm really excited to watch that again I really am like, I think that'll be a really cool rewatch will be good yeah man got a long way to go unfortunately we're then. stuck on this yeah we got no I'm kidding I'm I'm really enjoying that as well I think I think I've been loving this season so far I think this season is like top notch top notch stuff I really think it is mm. so hopefully I enjoyed the consistent. Um, Angel to Pardo as much as I've been enjoying these loss. Even like even with Beast Below, I was like, yeah, it wasn't fantastic. Same with this episode; it was far from perfect. But I was like, I'm just having fun watching it. Yeah, like I'm not just... I'm not thinking it's amazing, but I'm enjoying watching it a lot more than I would enjoy like a standard Russell episode. And from from memory, that's that's sort of what the Moffat era is. It's just like pretty consistently fun, mm. um, which is why it's my favorite because it's fun. Um, I do wish that perhaps there was a bit more like, um, you know, there's so much like by the time you get to a finale in, in the RTD era, the emotions are so high and they, they do get that right sometimes in the Moffat era. But um, I think with it being so fun and wacky, we we do miss the the gravity and the stakes that you'd get come an RTD finale. Um, yeah. But I have one more point to say about that, but it's just totally escaped my mind. Um. Yep, that's not yep. gonna work. Let's just move yep. on. <laughs> okay. No worries. All good in mind. Shall we move on to Australia's favorite segment, everybody? Yeah, let's do it. It's time for Goof of the Week. Oh shit! I couldn't grab it. That's Fuck. all right. Oh, well. Um. So things are a bit of a disaster this week. Um, because I literally, I know like two weeks or like, um, a month ago or so I didn't get, no, I think I got it done just in time. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't have much time to do it, but no, no, it was like two weeks ago. I didn't do it just because I didn't, I genuinely had no time to do it. Um, Yeah. I think that was for like, um, yeah, it was for one of the, yeah, it was recently. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) This week I, uh, I just forgot. (laughs) <laughs> I just forgot right. to do my, no, it's yes, my I research. It. I love it. Um, That's fine. So, let's see what we got. Uh, there's a lot of production errors here, which is scary because these days, Times Wiki, they seem to just like, just grasp onto any form of error they can find. Oh, God. So, let's see how we go. In the scene where the Doctor and Amy are discussing Bracewell's possible deactivation, editor John Richards fails to match the, f- the frontals of the Doctor. With the reverse, looking at... Bra- okay, no, I'm skipping that. So, this is all bullshit, you know? At the end, when Churchill is ta- is talking to the Doctor and Amy, he he bends down to light a cigar and puts it in his mouth. When he gets up, it is no longer anywhere to be seen. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I love that stuff. Um, there is one goof here that I, I, I did notice. Um, when the Doctor 
is talking you you see like a shot through the monitor that they're watching of the doctor talking to the supreme dalek and they're like right next to each other like pretty much touching um and then when it actually cuts into the scene of them talking right. to each other they're like a pretty decent He's quite far back yeah okay yeah um there are numerous points in the episode where the ear lights of the daleks did not light when a dalek was speaking and it's got them listed here and all the stuff that they're saying um I guess, yeah, they forgot to put the batteries in the lights or something. Need to change the bulbs. Um, The cockpits of the Spitfire pilots glow green when firing their lasers, but they fired red lasers. (laughs) 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 The green light could be from the green Dalek lasers passing the Spitfires. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Um, When the TARDIS dematerializes and causes wind to blow against Churchill and Amy... Their clothes are affected, but the cigar smoke in the air is unaffected and actually drifts towards the TARDIS. I guess because the cigar smoke CGI, I guess. I um, did notice that, the, the CGI smoke. Yeah, so that's yeah. funny. When the Dalek ship renders all light switches useless, one person flicks a switch three times in an attempt to turn them off. When power is returned to the switch, the lights in the cabinet war room should technically have turned off as the switch was hit an odd number of times. Fuck's sake, uh, man. Why do you have to pick that shit? I want to have... If you... If anyone listening uh, knows who writes Titus Wiki, I just love a chat. I just... I think anyone can write it. That's the point. It's Wiki. Yeah, I know, like but anyone who, can who edit. writes the main bits? You know, um, on the Scrubs Rewatch podcast, they have Trevor Wiki, and he's the guy that wrote the majority of Scrubs Wiki, and he has, like, a team that he works with that run it. Um, and every now and then, if they're stumped about some Scrubs trivia, they they call them in and they ask them right. questions. Um, we should we should have a Titus Wiki creator call in. Yeah, so if you're the creator of Titus Wiki or have a, a large role in the creation of it, write into us Let's at know. Fifty Doctor. Let's go. Um, in many scenes where the iron sides are present, the grill parts on their casing look ripped, and in other scenes they are intact. The same thing happens on the Dalek spaceship, including with the gold Dalek. Uh, just just as one of the Dalek Ironsides is about to handbrace well a cup of tea, its dome is slanted to the left, but as the sucker arm retracts, the dome is straight again. In one of the long shots when the Doctor is in the TARDIS talking to the Dalek Supreme, it can be seen that no individuals that have been overlaid... Sorry, that no visuals have been overlaid on the TARDIS wall screen, as the green screen is clearly visible. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I didn't notice that. Maybe they fixed it, because I know they've gone back and fixed a few of those things in the past. Okay. So that's funny. That was that was a, a long-winded goof of the week there. Sorry, folks. I'm sorry I didn't, I guess didn't pre-read I have one, these I guess. and pick the best bits. You I have, have one? one I guess. Sorry, I didn't well, ask. Sort of. Go on. That's all right. Um, kind of is one, but like when the in the last scene where the Doctor and Amy kind of like lean in against the TARDIS and they're talking about the Daleks, um, I noticed that Amy's like leaning against the the part of the TARDIS where like you can open up the cabinet and like the telephone comes out, and it's mm. obviously meant to be quite solid. It's like a solid thing, but she's leaning against it, and it's like it's really like you can tell it's just like mm. cheap plastic because it's like really a bending. Flimsy. In. Yeah, yeah. Apart from that, that's all I. Apart from that's all I noticed. So that's funny. Well, usually now we would go on to behind the scenes. Um, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff here, so what I'm thinking. <laughs> is we go on to Australia's third favourite segment, and whilst you're talking through the reviews that we've had this week, okay, um, no on worries. your end, I'll do a bit of pre-reading, a bit of multitasking, All right. um, so I'm not just reading out 
bullshit like I was just bullshit. then sound good? Okay. That sounds great. All right. All right. All right, Let's folks. Let's do it. It's time for Australia's third favorite segment. It's time for just Twitter and Instagram. Tings. Take it away with the Insta stuff first, please. No worries, sir. Take it away. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Okay. It's going to so, be a bumpy ride. going to be a bumpy ride. Okay. Um, I actually got quite a few this week, and I think from memory, it's from a few new people, which is always nice, or at least one new that's person. That's great. Yeah, I know. I don't know where these people find us, but they do. So that's great. Um, we'll read Dylan's first. Dylan wrote Victory of the Darts as an episode I loved as a kid, and now, not so much. I really like the para... What do you call them? Paradigm Daleks? Paradigm the, Daleks? The Paradigm Daleks, yeah. That's it. Uh, I don't care what people say. I think they're really cool. I also like the Doctor in this one and the way he interacts with the Daleks, but everything else, it just doesn't work for me. Jesus Christ, 3 out of 10? Wow. See, I told you, this episode got a lot of hate this week. Was that Dylan, uh, you say? That was Dylan, yeah. Our good friend Jacob Hind wrote uh i don't think this episode is as bad as some people say it is the first half of the episode is solid with the iron iron uh, the iron side dalek design being iron a highlight size. uh yeah and the scene where the doctor hits it with a spanner is great the episode does fall apart with the power ranger daleks being introduced i also also the stopping the bomb scene is a particular low point of the episode however this is probably one of the better mark gaddis scripts Always annoy me how the Doctor refers to the detonation button as a jammy dodger when it's actually a jam and cream biscuit and not a Grammy dodger. Is it? Damn. Don't know why, but it always annoyed me, so it could be a goof of the week. Just hear the jingle. <laughs> just to hear the jingle. Did someone just run our show for us? That's hilarious. Don't know. I love that. Don't know. Uh, literally, he said, uh, <laughs> what did he say? I don't know why, but it always annoyed me. Could be a goof for the wages to hear the jingle. That's sweet. Sorry for the long review. Six out of ten. No worries about the long review. <laughs> was that man. was that Jacob Hines? You say that's Jacob. Yeah. Um, thanks, mate. No worries, mate. And then uh, finally, I got I someone. Talking, I said thanks to Jacob, but that's all right. I was shouting thank you too. Oh, okay. Thought <laughs> you were saying thanks <laughs> to me. Sorry, just move on. <laughs> um, we got a new one from James this week. I don't know this person, so thank you for writing in. He said, Smith's third out is a mixed bag, an interesting premise with an iffy execution. As with most early Smith, Churchill was great, and I love the running joke that he wants the TARDIS key. However, the whole Ironside Daleks port is pretty ridiculous. The Daleks built Bracewell only a few weeks before the events of the episode, and the on questions are looks into why, as a grown-ass man, he suddenly exists. That's quite true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the Daleks relying on the Doctor to turn up and... Uh, revive their memory is too convenient and once again we get the whole I am the doctor bullshit to prevent them from killing him the damage order was funny I did however enjoy the uh, the report between Amy and Bricewell Paisley Boy and Brackett and Churchill 6 out of 10 that was a good review thanks man um, and I'll briefly I did a few things on the Instagram story like I do each week so I will quickly read out those um I did just happen to like a snap, not snap, just like put on my Instagram story when I was watching the episode, which was fun. So people kind of tuned for that. Uh, I was cleaning out my room this weekend. And I found this Matt Smith uh, bobblehead doll, which was absolutely terrifying. And I put on the story, will bobblehead Matt Smith haunt me in my dreams? 93% said yes. 7% said no. And as per usual, it's just my friend Mitchell trying to piss me off and vote on polls he doesn't understand. To be fair though, on this one, 
he actually messaged me privately and said that's actually a really cool bobblehead. So he actually kind of liked it. So yeah, he's the only <laughs> person who voted no. And we voted yes was uh, was was James Darwin, uh, Poppy, Shane, Ash, Dylan, James, Xavier, Jacob, Vinny, you, Adam, uh, a guy called What Are You Doing Four Seven Three, Alex, and myself. So thank you everyone who voted there. I agree, it's terrifying. And finally, I wrote. What era utilized Daleks the best? Rossi T. Davis, Moffats, or Chibnalls? And we got a few responses, which was awesome. Uh, James, James Dunn wrote, I'm going to say Chibnall. I prefer the RTD Dalek apps, but Chibnall made them feel scarier. Aiden wrote RTD. However, after the series run, they kind of just become generic soldiers. Um, Zaya wrote this, which is definitely him taking the piss. He put, definitely Chibs. In their two appearances, they have done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> also, technically, Dalek wasn't even RTD's idea, so thank you for that. Um, Shane wrote, obviously, RTD. Jacob Hine wrote, RTD, though I think they're overused. Dylan wrote, he goes, RTD, Chibnall, Moffat for me. And then, just to piss me off, my best friend Mitchell wrote, obviously, Chibnall, because he knows how much I don't like Chibnall's Dalek episodes. <laughs> so, there you go. Thank you, everyone who wrote him this week. Thanks all the new faces. We love you lots. God bless. Wow. Done. That's all I've got, at least. That's all right. Uh, we've got a few here over on the Twitters. Just a little bit of pre-reading there. Um, I had to read through a lot of bullshit to find the good stuff, which is which is why I wanted to do it that way. Um, Always fun. So, so there'll be some good behind-the-scenes facts there. But for now, let's jive into Twitter. I said one ship survived. What are your thoughts on Victory of the Daleks? <laughs> so we have... Dan Peters, the main man, says, It's okay. Ian Mc... Ian, fuck, not that name again. Ian McNeese as Churchill I think that's right. is excellent casting and the World War II setting is effectively realised. Mark Geddes has clearly taken a lot of inspiration from classic Dalek stories, particularly the power of the Daleks. Haven't seen Power of the Daleks, I'm afraid. Ooh. Um, I think that's an animated episode. I think, um, I think it's Patrick Troughton's first episode, I think. Um, I love Matt's reaction to seeing a Dalek, me too, and his rage later on. Overall, another great performance from him. The Skittles Daleks really don't work, but I think they should have tried to do something more with them rather than effectively getting rid after the story. I do agree with that. That's true. The ending is a bit power of love, and this becomes a trope of the Moffat era. I feel like it might have worked better as a two-parter as it seemed a bit rushed in the second half. I agree, but I think that's because they maybe didn't have much to do with the second half, so they nothing kind of happened to mm. me, at least. Uh, Dan says six out of ten. Okay, for for his review there, uh, Connor said I liked it. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Connor. Thanks, mate. I forgot I put that. And uh, Dylan said Power Rangers Daleks cool. Everything else, meh, meh. Fair enough. And I think. I think that was all on the, from the Twitter sphere this week, I think. Unless I retweeted it and we got someone there because I do that sometimes, but I don't think so. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Thank wow, you Vinny didn't write in. to everyone who tweeted at us and DM'd us on Insta and all that. It's a lot of fun. We love, love hearing y'all. from you guys. Get in on the conversation at 50Doctor, Insta, Twitter. Come at us. We want to hear your thoughts. Connor, shall we move on to Australia's second oh, yeah. favourite segment? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Better late than never. Uh, it's time for oh, Behind the, the Scenes. Thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Boy. So, Connor, did you know that this episode holds the record for the most Dalek props, with the exception of CGI, cutouts, toys, and other illusions, used in a single story, with no less than eight Dalek models on screen at the same time? I did not know that, no. There you fucking go. Thank you, Aiden. There you go. No worries. That's it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I wouldn't um, be surprised. What do you say? I wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> okay, so the Daleks seen since series one were designed so the eye stalk would line up with Billy Piper's eyes. Ah. The new Daleks are designed to match Karen Gillan's height. Right. That's why they're a lot taller. You know, they're even me. A lot taller. Oh, That's they do. Right. They, not, not the Skittle Daleks, but okay, fair enough. Mm. Okay, so the new Paradigm Daleks were originally designed slightly different with blades on yeah. various parts of their casing. Budget and time constraints led to the design being simplified. Yeah, it definitely got a lot more simplified than that, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, the rear hatch and infamous hunchback of the new Paradigm Daleks was intended to store weapons. So I just burped into the mic once again. Lovely. Um, the manipulated arm and gunstick would swing around to the back along the grooves in the midriff and be replaced by different weapons. This would have been rendered in CGI had it ever become relevant. Huh. So that's that's most of it. Oh, the other little funny thing I found here was the Dalek model on the spotter table, you know, that they use and they push on yeah. in the intro. Um, this appears to be a character options Dalek toy painted grey. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say that I, I had that game and it looks exactly like it. And I was like, that must yeah. be it. I've always thought that because I had that game and they had those little fig- Dalek figurines. So I think I don't think it's from a game. I think it's like a, a, a one of the, like a toy from um from character options. Unless oh, character options had a game, but perhaps yeah, I, yeah. So there you go. That's a lot of fun. That was behind the scenes this week, folks. Sorry, I promise I'll be more prepared next week when we take on the Weeping Angels. I'll have all my info good to go so there's no no faffing around like we had today you know you know what i've been thinking this like last 20 minutes i'm so excited to rewatch asylum of the daleks i reckon that'd be such a cool episode to rewatch yeah it'll be fun yeah starts off they're season just seven. All, they're just all so fun to rewatch to be honest like there's there's the odd one every season that was a bit like oh we've got this one this week but like oh well i feel like every week we sit there and we're like fuck i'm so keen for some yeah i'm actually i'm actually keen I'm to so watch keen for some from series seven, like I'm always just keen for the next era or the next series. Well, one of my all-time favorite episodes is coming up soon, which is Amy's Choice. I love that episode. Yeah, baby, that's a good one. That's gonna be so cool to rewatch, and we got some awesome ones like uh, Vincent the Doctor. Uh, we get Chibnall's first episode coming up. No, second episode that he ever did. Yeah, the with the Sailor and Two Father. There's some really cool. Like we got the Lodger coming up. Like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we have. Uh, I think it's a strong season, man. I'm excited for this. It is strong, and I, and I think a lot of the more duddy episodes that were a bit of a dud to us back in the day. I th- I think they're gonna be. Um, I think we're gonna like them a bit more. They might. They probably won't be great, but I think we'll we'll like them a bit more. Yeah, I had. I think I had a huge expectation with Russell's era because it meant so much to me as a kid, and I was like, I have to expect something from every episode. With Stevens, mm-hmm. I'm a lot less like demanding, which is I think why I'm enjoying it so much more now. Um, so hopefully I'm going to watch this Angel Two Part next, and uh, I want to watch both tonight. 
I'm going to try and watch both tonight. Um, okay, I might watch uh, one part tonight. I've got some other stuff to get on with after this. Mm. Um, but yeah, I might, I might watch one later on. Um, yeah, so that's the, that's the show. Connor, would you like to give me your review? Your rating, your final rating for I victory think, of the Daleks. I think I know. I mean, I know I spoke about it very highly, but I do think it's definitely not without fault. But I'm going to give it a seven point five. Mm. I had a, so much cool. fun with it. I really did enjoy watching it. I think it's definitely one of um, Mark's best episodes. If you look at it, it doesn't make sense. Like any of it, really. <laughs> like everything's kind of just like, <laughs> oh, just just believe it and just like hush hush, you know, yeah. put it to the side. Don't worry about it. But I think Churchill's characters. Um, Churchill's character was great. All the all the side characters were really good. I thought the casting was great. Um, mm-hmm. Amy didn't get to do much, but the scenes that she did have were really cool. Uh, definitely some great range from Matt Smith. The stuff I did with the Daleks, although I didn't like it, I think it is ambitious and it was cool. They tried. Um, and yeah, all I can really say is I had such a fun time with it. The scene, the 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 scene in space with the um with the fighter pilots, I thought was awesome. Favorite scene from the episode. That was really cool. So um yeah yeah. Uh, 7.5 well I pretty much entirely agree the only things I want to add is um, just reinstating how I just feel like yeah the the Paradigm Daleks didn't work in this one but um, there was potential uh, which we, we did see realised in terms of the design um, in Asylum of the Daleks there was potential for them to look good yeah um, and I, I think it's a shame that we never actually got to delve into that a lot um, and then that yeah for me just the final act is just pretty pretty naff just not a fan of the final act, you know? Totally. It's a bit no, shit, I get that. really. It is a bit shit. Um, I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, so I think- we got Connor with a 7.5, me with a 7 for victory of the Daleks, baby. I, I have a feeling I'm not going to say it's going to be my highest rate season, like when we calculate all the scores together, but I have a very good mm. feeling this is going to be the most I'm going to enjoy watching a season so far. That's cool. I know for me... Um, this is definitely uh, series three. I was like hooked on like um, that. There was like me and Connor wanted to get the two episodes a week done in series three to get uh, so we could have a Christmas special out on Christmas. Um, but PS, it wasn't just that. It was it was also that me and Connor were just really yeah. loving series three because I, I know you were as well as me. Yeah, um, I loved it. My favorite. And so doing two a week obviously meant we could watch an extra episode or an extra two episodes sometimes a week. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. Um, and this is the closest to that I've been feeling. Um, I was going to suggest so. if lockdown was going to continue, I was going to suggest if we did too. But now there ain't lockdown anymore, baby. No, there's not. But there's, there's a chance we could go back into it. because There is a chance. Yeah, we're pretty much got... on red alert for the next four days. So Yeah, because they only have like 50% of the test results back from the close contacts of the person. Yeah, um, so we could go straight back down. Yeah, baby. And if that happens, you'll get a bonus episode. I don't think it'll happen. Um, for some it reason, does. Perth is just immune to COVID. I don't get it. I don't know why. I know, Every time like, it yeah. hits Perth, we get one case. Or this time we had, I think we had two transmissions. Two. It was, so it was technically three cases. Yeah. Um, and, and the moment we go lockdown, no more cases get found. And yes. we're just like, it's just, we're just sorted. We're just fine. I don't know what it is. Um, but Well, at least we can get on with our lives, you know, and just like mm. get on with our lives and get back to doing what we do best. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. The pub closed, so I was upset. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's open again. So yeah, I think it is. I, I don't know. It's confusing. But either way. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy, and, and I, I mean this with no... Um, I know, obviously, in the UK and the US, people have been stuck in lockdown for so long. Um, so I don't mean to say this in a, in a way that takes away from that. But I did enjoy just having a weekend where I genuinely, other than I had to go and, and do a couple of short shoots, um, I I pretty much had the entire weekend to just watch TV. Yesterday, I just sat down and watched TV the entire day, like I was saying earlier on. Mm. Um, I did a bit of admin work in the morning but um most of the day yeah was just watching tv watched three movies and an episode of tv um and a footy game like it was just it was just great yeah watched frio win was that yesterday or the day before i I think that's yesterday um but it was just nice because i've really not had a day like that in ages so it was just a good excuse for me to not do anything because if not i would have like you know messaged nicole and been like you want to hang out or Something like that. Um, whereas this, it was just like, nope, you're going to fucking sit down and watch TV. And that's it. And I loved it. But I could definitely see that after a few more days, it will get a bit tedious. So I do feel for people that have been stuck in it for a few months. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's, yeah, it's it's it did worry me. I still am a bit worried because it's like, I'd been home all week. Just, just like, because I was ill. I didn't work. I didn't go. Yeah. I had Tuesday, Friday off. Started to feel a bit better on Friday. And then it was the weekend. And then lockdown got announced. So I've literally been nowhere. And I was like, if this continues, I'm going to like start to get a bit crazy. Because like, I just, I hadn't seen or like been in like a work environment. And like, you can plan about work, but you know, it does keep you sane. You know, it does keep you busy. Totally. So, you know, it's like, I was starting to feel like, oof, I hadn't, I haven't, I haven't done like work in like a week apart from um mm. apart from like the podcast and film work which is just just some like fan projects I'm working on um so yeah I'm just kind of looking forward to getting a bit of um stability back in my life it's affected my health like it, it really has I'm like Ugh. like after a few days of of being able to just watch tv and like I'd never get to watch tv I'm working like five days a week so I never get to like watch tv in the afternoon to be able to watch TV in the afternoon and like lying on like a weekday was like foreign to me. So it was kind of nice, but it started to get a bit tedious near the end. Um, totally. So I get what you mean. It's important. It's important to have it a little bit, but then to get straight back into how things are, I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that like I, I came off of, yeah, a totally fucked month and I am, uh, I made like a, a YouTube video about it um, that I've not released yet and it's not finished. Oh yeah, you were making but I like shot it. it all. I like shot it all and edited it all in one day and it was great but I just need a bit of a start and an, and, and an end for it before I put it out. Um, I mm. think I know what I'm going to do with it. Um, it's just very honest and it's kind of probably the most real I've sort of been in a, in a video and it just kind of What's it? I guess breaks down a bit sort of Can't what happened in about? March and how I just kind of got a bit destroyed. Yeah. Can I ask um, what it's about? That that's like what it's about. Like, um, it's sort of about my progression from January to March and sort of where I I was kind of mentally and sort of maybe the things that triggered that a little bit. Um, we just something, sort of did something bad happen in March. No, like shit things did happen. Nothing. Was it that Snapchat like, you sent me? Shit. Was that Snapchat you sent me the other day? It sounded a bit crap. Was that that? 
So I, I don't know if you want to say on the show. So I don't, I don't want to dig at anything that's not, you don't want to talk about, but. We'll talk about it after the show. But yeah. um, March, March was a bit, um, yeah, a bit shit. Yeah. So uh, I have a video talking about that, but it's one of those things where I, like, I don't want it to come off as like a. Um, yeah. Like an, an obnoxious. Yeah. Um, oh, look how shit my life is kind of thing. Like I, I want it to be a story um, and. And I want it to validate itself, so I'm probably going to give it a couple of weeks and sit on the video and make okay. some tweaks and and see, make sure it doesn't sort of come off in that. Well, way, if you know? want to, if you before you put it out, you can unlist it and send it to me, and I can let you know what I think if you want to do that. Oh, true, yeah, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, I want to do that in yeah. the future for some like projects I want to work on. I'm going to, like unlist them and send them to like a couple of people and be like, you know, do you think this is worth putting out? Yeah, yeah. Just just some food for thought. Yeah. No, good but. shout. That's the show, everybody. Boom. Sorry. Boom, boom, boom. Um, have you well, enjoyed it? No, we, got well. little, we got a little... <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Um, we got a little dull at the end there, but um, that's part of the 50% show, you know? That's what you get. You get real talk sometimes. Real um, talk. Yeah, baby. Um, thanks so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed Victory of the Daleks because we actually did surprisingly i did i loved it um, a lot of fun next week we'll be taking on the weeping angels river songs back it's all crazy moffat's writing again the cracks exploding uh we got the 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 army cult that has an omega sign on their shoulders which i was convinced for ages meant that they were working for omega it's got it's got draw um, the explorer in it draw the explorer it does it does i forgot about that oh my god and maybe next week i'll talk about big finish because i've been meaning to for the last few weeks um, <laughs> not big we'll finish that. my favorite <laughs> subject <laughs> not everyone's favorite segment Fini- what's it finishing um, big and finishing first when you uh <laughs> finishing big finishing big and finishing first aiden's favorite right, folks, segment Connor, stop dabbing you absolute loser you love it's me. been your boys, Connor and Aiden. Follow us at Twitter and Instagram. It's the hundredth time I've said it this episode at 50 Doctor. And follow or subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're listening to us on. Connor, would you like to sing us out in song? Yep, let's do it. You ready, Aiden? Yeah, baby. And a one, and a two, and a skiddly-diddly-doo It's Aiden and Connor's podcast They're doing Doctor Who reviews Doing Doctor Who reviews Would you like some tea? That's such a great line